Well, I guess we live under the heading of didn't see that coming. Wow. What a day. Welcome to a Friday. There, it, you, it started, the week started off with Brady coming back. And you thought, okay, you know, there's some big news. There's some big news. And then it's going to trickle. And it goes into uh, the March Madness and the picks and the great play-in games. And you're seeing all these things matriculate. And then, almost simultaneously last night, now I, I'm, I'm going to say I was I was right and I was wrong. Okay, just so we know. I'm going I'm to give you the, the matriculation. Last night, by the way, Kentucky sucks. Just want to make sure we made that clear. Kentucky sucks. Kentucky fans, don't ever want to hear from you again. I said it yesterday on the show. I said, I'm finally, this is going to be the year. I think Kentucky's going to do it. I, I bought into the hype, the whole thing. And that team, that program with John Calipari will never win a championship again. Never. I'm convinced of that. They suck. Period. End of story. They suck. Um, anyway, I, uh, I'm sitting there last night. Kristen and I, we ended up uh, going out last evening. We stopped over to Albanese's for a little bit, said hi to Joey and make sure that things are going well for next week's, uh, a week from today, next week's charity event. And then we were going to head out to uh, smoke on the water and see Joe and Ellen Hennis and Stoley's Hog Alley and see Jeff and Alicia down to a real authentic, uh, you know, Irish bar at House of Guinness, which was completely jammed uh, down in Waukesha. And then from there, we we're going to hit a couple more and just kind of, you know, kind of bebop around a little bit, some Irish cheer, watching the games, that kind of thing. And I said to myself, I'm not going to check my phone. This is one of those days where I just I just want to be. You know, I just want to go out and enjoy myself. I'm not going to check my phone. I'm not going to answer a bunch of texts or anything like that. Something told me after about the fourth or fifth text, as my phone started going, bzz, 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 I need to check it. So let me step back to earlier this week and even in the last week. I had said at the time, the rumor I heard was 140, 150 million bucks. And I thought that was guaranteed is what he was searching for. So on that realm, I was wrong. On the total number of a presented contract, I was right. On the... The And I kept saying, I you can't trade him because he hasn't signed his free agent offer. So that was a moot point. You can't trade a guy that doesn't have uh, a signed deal with a team, which I was correct. But I didn't know that he had signed it, and this agreement to deal him was in the works. On that, I was wrong. So when this deal came about, I thought, Devontae traded. It must have been a sign-and-trade. They must have done the deal already. And, and then I find out, no. He had already signed his, free, his, uh, his tender, but turned around right away and already said, even this is what happened. The way I understand it is Devontae Adams had just not wanted to come back. Apparently, the fact that he felt disrespected and he felt like he was not 
in any way, shape, or form going to come back to this team just days after Aaron Rodgers signed that big deal that, that Devontae's being disrespected. And he had decided, I'm not coming back. He signs a five-year deal, $28.5 million. Now, I had said he was looking for $60 million, or uh, $30 million. The difference is, and I kept hearing $135, $145 million, and I thought that was guaranteed, and it wasn't. It turns out, and even after we talked to uh, um, our guy Pete Doherty yesterday, Pete kind of brought me back to center because Pete said, eh, $60 million is about as much as a, a wide receiver is going to get. So I thought, okay, there's no way there's $135 million there, $140 million on the table that's guaranteed, so maybe that's the total amount of contract. But... I put it in the back of my head. I thought, okay, we'll wait and see. Turns out, sixty-seven and a half million of that guaranteed. So right and wrong, right and wrong. So I understand that Devontae was mad he didn't get a deal done last year. That the number they gave him originally, he felt, quote, disrespected. I've always said, people, whenever any player ever uses the word respect, 99.99999% of the time, it's about money. It's about money. You can treat them however you want to. But if you give them the money, that's their respect. So, and I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying that. Ultimately, it comes down to money. That's what makes the world go round, unfortunately, and we all know it. So I understand he ends up not wanting to return to Green Bay. The Packers start to swallow hard. They're like, man, you know, what can we do to keep you? The offer comes in five years, $148 million, $67.5 million guaranteed. The Packers say, well, you know, we don't want to go that long, but in that realm, we can match it. And Devontae went, no, I want out. So the Packers took a guy that could have been a free agent and and walked away, tagged him, and turned it into a first and a second round draft choice. Adams gets the money. And I can't fault him. I mean, we we always said, Devontae, all this crap about, oh, my, my career is not complete without a championship and, and this and that. It's all crap. It's all, pay me, pay me, show me the money. That's what he wants. And I knew that. We all knew that. You'd like to win a championship, but this was about the money. He gets to go home. He gets to not home home, but he gets to go see his guy, Derek Carr. That was his not only his his quarterback in college, but his roommate in college. They room together. So he gets to go to play with Derek Carr. He gets that giant crib that he built out in uh, Las Vegas. He gets to play in a dome. He doesn't have to shovel his sidewalk anymore or whatever he did up in Green Bay. Doesn't have to worry about, you know, being under the spotlight of trying to get the ball forced to you late in ball games in the postseason and ultimately coming up failure. You know, he doesn't have to worry about all the drama with will he or will he not come back. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I You know, and the thing is, Friendship with Aaron Rodgers is different than business with Aaron Rodgers. You can be a great friend. We can all work with our fr- we can all talk to our friends, but we can't all work with our friends. 
So I'm sure they still got a great relationship, great respect for one another. Absolutely. But Devontae did not want to be here. I know people have brought it up and said, look, this is an indictment of Aaron Rodgers. He took all the money. He didn't take all the money. He's only $28 million against the cap this year. That's not taking all the money. The Packers would have matched it. That's not taking all the money. He didn't want to be here. You know, guys want to come here and play with Aaron Rodgers and, and be his target. Well, now we're going to find out. Now we're going to find out. Because guys aren't saying out of this stable, hey, I, I don't, I'll take less money to stay in Green Bay. No. Other guys are, talk to you later. I'm going to go get my money somewhere else. I, but it's not an indictment of Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go with he took all the money. It's not that. It's just Devontae wanted out. It's that simple. It's that simple. Um, John says, was it Rodgers' deal got done before his, and that's what made him want out? I don't know specifically, but those two guys publicly were playing the, the Mexican standoff. Well, I don't want to come back. And t- then again, I will say this. Let me back that up because that, that's not true. We didn't hear anything from Devontae's camp after the season. It was quiet. It was really quiet. Rodgers was doing a lot of talking, and he was talking about his guy, Devontae. He was talking about, you know, waiting to see what happens with Devontae. Rodgers knows what he knew what was going on. Rodgers knew. That's why Rodgers shrugged his shoulders and went, well, okay, I'm going to sign here. If you're not, you know, I'm still going to sign. Because Rodgers wanted to be here. I don't know that dynamic behind the scenes, but something isn't copacetic. I'll tell you that right now. So Devontae's gone. Now how do you feel about it? Now how do you feel about it? You now have money. With Devontae gone, you take that $20 million off the books. You now have money. Now money to spend. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, do it. 877-867-1670. You went from not having, you went from being under the cap by like $2 bucks. You now got $22 million to spend. $22 million. Now, 10 of that, you got to save for your draft choices. Okay? You've restructured about everybody you can restructure. It's not like you can go on some drunken spending spree. But you got $22 million now without Devontae. Aaron Rodgers, after his cap number came in, is now at 13.25% of the team's total salary cap. That is below the 13.99. David Bakhtiari is the next highest paid player at 14.4, which is 6.2 or 6.72%. And it goes down from there. Now I think your next job is to get Jair done. If you can get Jair done, you might gain another three to five million bucks. Get Jair, that's your next order of business. Get Jair done. You can gain some more money, get yourself up to 25, 28 million under the cap. That's not a bad way to go. 
It's not a bad way to go. Um, you've already redone Preston Smith, Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry. Um, Adrian Amos is going to count 7.2 against the cap this year. Uh, he restructured 2.5 million. You got Aaron Jones, Rashawn Gary. Uh, and you could even probably do a deal with him. Um, Mason Crosby's going to count 4.7. You could redo his deal. And then it kind of goes down from there. Give me your thoughts. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, by all means, do so. The one thing, the one thing when it was posted, we didn't realize. In case you didn't know. There was one thing when it was posted. We didn't realize it. Now we do. Now we do. I'll tell you what that is when we come back. Stay tuned. Badgers play tonight, 850. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'm not out of the pool, but I got my, my boat is leaking big time. And it's all because Kentucky sucks. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. to have you the bill michael show continuing on big news of the night last night no it wasn't that kentucky screwed up my bracket it was that Devonte adams has been traded away and uh, when uh you know when you when it's all said and done i mean can it be detrimental sure it can because you lost a a really good wide receiver uh yeah a really good wide receiver but i also think it forces aaron Rodgers to be a better passer and, and to kind of morph a little bit as a quarterback, which he's more than capable of doing, we all know. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Joining us now on the hotline, our buddy from Sports Illustrated, got our guy Bill Huber on the line. Bill, how you doing today, pal? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well. So uh, I guess the question is, where were you when, uh, when you found out about all of this? I was at Boy Scouts last night with my son. It's weird. I take my computer everywhere this time of year, just in case, you know. Well, I didn't bring it last time because I was thinking, well, they're out of cap space. <laughs> they've, right. already, they've already redone Cobb. There's, there's no moves to make. I'm all right. I'll be okay for a couple hours. So I'm sitting there in a half hour into it. Oh, bleepity bleep. I texted my wife who was just already run off to uh, symphony practice, and she quick gave me my computer, and I got to work while the kids made stuff out of marshmallows. There you go. Marshmallows, always good. I uh, like that. That's kind of a nice way to ease the pain of losing Devontae Adams. Now, we know Rodgers knew about this, and yep. uh, it, the report is is that uh, the Packers – now, the Packers, the way I understand it, were willing to offer him the same, if not a little bit more, but they didn't want to go as many years, correct? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I know the money part is is accurate. But, you know, even with the money part of it, Bill, and we all, we all know well, what, what is the structure, and I'll, I'll exaggerate to make a point here. To get to, you know, he wanted more than Hopkins per year. 
Um, was that like real money or, and again, I'm going to exaggerate here, was he offered $100 million in 2026 when he's 34 years old and, he, and everybody knows he's not going to actually see that money? Again, of course, that's not what the offer was, but you get my point. Right. Um, was it real money or is it kind of backloaded stuff where at a guy his age he might never see it? So I, I have no idea. Goodness knows I've tried. Um, yeah, but they, they, got a lot, they get a lot of cap space out of it if you're looking for a, a silver lining here. So, and again, I said, look, I don't, I'm not jumping off of bridges over this. Devontae's tremendous. If you look at Rogers' numbers with and without Devontae, they're very similar, you know, in wins and losses. We all know the number with, you know, they're undefeated when Devontae's not on the field and all that kind of stuff. I get it, you know. But when you look at all of this, um, how, you know, now what? I mean, because, you know, they can't go through the season with what they have. They have to upgrade at the wide receiver position. So, yeah. so, but I still think it forces Rodgers to be a better quarterback. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, I just don't think you're 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 never better without great players. I, I I just don't see it that way. And he's a great player. So yeah, I, you know, Matt Lafleur is a heck of a good coach. He'll scheme his way around it. And Rodgers' history, what was it in this? Those seven games, he's got 19 touchdowns and one interception. I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rodgers will be fine because great quarterbacks are always fine. But you're no, you're, you're never, you're never better without a Devontae Adams, and so now it puts the pressure on Goody, right? Free agency yep. stinks. It was not a good free agent class to begin with. It's really bad now because it's been picked over. But they're going to have to get a veteran here. And I mean, you know the track record here. The chances are they'll bring back Valdo Scantling because they always bring back their guys. Uh, I don't know if that's, I don't, I don't know that that is what they're going to do. But by about a dollar, but they'll get a veteran in here, and the hope is that veteran receiver. Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb are good enough so when you're Joe first-round draft pick, which and they're going to draft guy in the first round, right, so that he is ready to go and you've you got the growing pains eased out. Rodgers has got that some level of trust there that come November and December when it's time to go win football games, that that guy is ready to contribute. That's, that's the best case. Now, Goody's first round has been awesome. You know, take Jordan Love out of it. Mm-hmm. His first-round picks have been fantastic, and the Packers' receiver history in the second round impeccable so maybe we'll get a guy in the first and the second maybe you go receiver first and tight end in the second just to get him some pass catchers but it's going to be up to Goody to draft practically instant impact guys for for these guys to make a run um in the draft are you trading up to get a wide out or as many have said you know most of the these trades where they've gone up to get somebody short of Clay Matthews really hasn't worked out overwhelmingly beneficial uh, or would you drop that and add more draft choices? I know Ron Wolf used to always say, if I can get one pro bowler and three starters out of every draft, I'm golden. Yeah, I guess it depends on if you just love a guy, right? I mean, if you absolutely love a guy and he's he's available at 18, you go get him. I mean, you you go up to get a guy you kind of like? Yeah, maybe not. But if you just flat out love a guy, goodness knows they got the, the material to do it. I mean, I just was looking at the – Rich Hill draft chart at, I think you find it at patspulpit.com or something. Some New England Patriots sites got it posted there. And they could take the two Raiders picks and get to 11. They could take the Raiders' second round pick and Green Bay's third round pick and get up to number 40. I mean, they've got all sorts of flexibility. You make a good point about moving back, though, Bill, where these guys have such cap problems, they're going to have cap problems next year that they need cheap labor. Right, I mean, they, mm-hmm. they need as many rookie contract guys who can play as possible. 
So I got 11 draft picks now. If you can make that 12 or 13 draft picks and give you a chance that maybe you get six guys who can play, maybe not six starters, but six guys who can play, it's really going to help you in the future because you know the cap problem is not going to get any easier to handle. Um, uh, moving forward, uh, what else do they need? You, you, I mean, obviously they're going to take wide receiver help. What else helps this team? Is it defensive line? Is it outside pass rush? Is it line depth on the offensive side? A tight end? What do they? Fe- what do you feel they All need in order? <laughs> All of them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I you know it seems like Rasul Douglas is coming back. I know ESPN's Diana Bersini said that was happening. I was told I, I was given a probably. So you're, I mean, your your secondary is. Yeah, I haven't gone around ranking secondaries, but I'm not going to BS you here. But if there's a better secondary than Green Bay is going to throw at you with. Jair Alexander, Stokes, Rasul Douglas, Amos, and Savage, I would like to see it. So you're really good there where they're, where they're always bad is D-line. I mean, they're just so bad there. I mean, Kenny Clark is really good. But they got rid of Kingsley Kiki, not that he was great. They got rid of him in January. Tyler Lancaster, not that he's great, is a free agent. I mean, at this point, Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, um, <laughs> that's, that's your D-line. Right. They're so bad, right? Yeah. Um, so – yeah, I, I would say you got to prioritize that, too. And maybe, I mean, there's some older guys out there. You know, Sheldon Richardson is available. Linval Jose is available. Again, these are old guys, but if you're looking for a, a one-year rental kind of guy, maybe you use some of the cap money on that. Uh, I. Uh, by the way, we're talking with Bill Huber of Sports Illustrated covering the Green Bay Packers, talking about the loss of the Adams and now what. Uh, going back to the Aaron Rodgers thing, Rodgers, I know some people want to say, well, Rodgers took all the money. He should have expected this. I don't think so. That no, I think this was just a matter of Devontae wanted to go play with Derek Carr. He wanted out of Green Bay. Uh, he was going to move on. Rodgers knew this and still signed and still signed a cap-friendly deal. Now they have about $22.5 million. You always hold about 8 to $10 million for the rookies. Which gives you maybe if if say because now you got to redo Jair right if you you could probably gain about three to five million bucks from Jair's deal right yeah that's well what I was told last week that is I mean they're going to do it but that was not a super high priority for him but yeah at some point you know I mean, you do redo Jair in November just to throw a random date and then now now you got money to maybe go extend Jair, or uh, Elton Jenkins too so those kind of those kind of deals can can work out for you but yeah they're they're in pretty good shape. Cap-wise, you know, Rodgers did not hog the money for Devonta Adams. I mean, they could have paid, they could have paid Adams the twenty million dollars a year that they could have got through the season, right? But you, right. Would have, in a perfect world, you get him off that onto a extension, and then his cap number goes in half, and they'd have been fine. So, no, this has nothing to do with with Rodgers' contract. This is a guy who grew up being a Raider fan. Derek Carr's there. They gave him a lot of money, and part of me, I don't know if, if this is true, but Packers receivers have bristled for a long time about. When the passing game is good, it's because of Aaron Rodgers is great. When the passing game stinks, it's because the receivers didn't get open. And part of me thinks that maybe Devontae wanted to get out of Rodgers' shadow and show the world that he is a great player in his own regard. I don't again, I don't know that that's true. But I just man, I remember having conversations with Jordy Nelson and in his prime, Randall Cobb, and man, those questions would come up about the receivers not getting open. They would just get so aggravated by him. So like, I mean, I can right. see that. Uh, now you look at the rest of this team and uh, the rest of the division. I think there's still going to be a. I still think they're the team to to beat in the division. I still think that Rodgers is going to be a terrific quarterback. I still think they'll figure out a way. I also think that this now falls on Matt Lafleur to be even more creative. Don't you? Yeah, it falls on him and Rodgers to get it done. That's for sure. Um, look, 
these guys are good enough to win a championship. They've been they've been good enough the last, maybe not 19 so much, um, because they're kind of learning their way on offense. But at the end of the day, it's up to the coaches and the players to make it happen. Goody's put championship caliber, not championship caliber. He's put championship rosters out there in the field. They didn't get it done the big moments. So it is. It's up to those guys, namely Rogers, namely Lafleur, to get it done. Does this help them get it done? If you if you hit those first round picks out of the park, maybe it does. Uh, one more thing before I let you go, Bill. So, is there a guy on the open market that you look at? that you think this guy would fit the Green Bay Packers, either the diamond in the rough or on a prove-it deal with incentives? Is there a guy that you like? No, they're all old and past their prime. There's no one I like. I talked I, I talked to a, a number two guy with an AFC team last night, and he said he wouldn't have spent a, a nickel on any of those guys. Now, you, you have to get somebody in here, right? I mean, you can't go into the season, you know, putting all your eggs in your rookie's basket, but... Ah, oh, goodness gracious. I mean, Jarvis Landry was good in 2019. Julio Jones was good in 2019. Um, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster is a slot receiver. And, you know, you've already got Cobb and Amari Rodgers. You're paying those guys to be that, so you're not going to get another slot receiver. Um, you know, Baldus Scantlin, we, we all know who he is. So there's nobody that I like. I'm sure they'll get somebody in here. But, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect that guy to set the world on fire. Right. Bill, good stuff as always, and uh, get back to the scouting. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. I can't imagine short of MBS signing or maybe a restructure of Jair being any kind of breaking news coming out of Green Bay. Oh, it never is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, we'll talk to you soon. There you go. That is our buddy Bill Huber from uh, Sports Illustrated joining us on the hotline, and you can find him at Bill Huber over on Twitter. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Quick Trip. They're giving away a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. All you got to do is stop in, like I did earlier this morning. I went out and picked my car up. Uh, my buddy Lyle out of J&L Tire Service had a little work done. Had the brakes done, uh, some oil change, just to kind of do some maintenance on my vehicle. And I stopped into Quick Trip, and I typed in my number, and I got my scratch. And I am now uh, registered for the 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Good stuff from our friends over there at Quick Trip. I did not get a, a take-home meal, but I did get a Coke product. I picked up the Smart Water this morning, so I'm going to get an extra scratch. I'm liking it. You can, too. Get in on it, and you could win a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Good stuff. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. A lot more coming up, coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.